Hey, and welcome to Living United. This week, we are celebrating 4-H week with Leanne Ritter. Leanne Ritter is a 4-H youth specialist for Randolph-Macon and Lynn counties. Leanne has been dedicated to the 4-H and area youth for well over 10 years. She's brought her contagious enthusiasm and passion for 4-H youth development to Randolph County in June of 2020. She has been a certified shotgun instructor and shooting sports coordinator and has helped develop an outstanding shooting sports program in Randolph County. So let's hear from Leanne. Can you tell us what exactly is 4-H? Yes, so originally 4-H is learning by doing. It empowers youth to lead and mentor others. Uh, It offers hands-on learning opportunities for everyone. But most importantly, I know in our communities, 4-H is family. We are a family that reach out to the community by teaching, building, serving, and just providing opportunities for all, which is great because that, that is national, it's National 4-H week right now, October 4th through 11th, and the theme is opportunity for all. So that's, that's just something that we do. And you know, you said that it was, you know, like youth leadership and development, but it's not even just that, it's adult development as well. Like parents who have a skill and want to share that with kids who, you know, they aren't sure how to communicate their photography skills to a kid, 4-H can help give them the tools so they can share their hobbies with the next young group of people who want to do cool stuff. Yes. So that's a super, that's a whole family idea, you know, that there's something there for everyone, um, whether you're earning badges or trophies or whatever, um, there's a a place in 4-H for you. Mm -hmm. It is a family affair. Absolutely. So I know Randolph County is a little bit different, um, but how are 4-H is typically funded? Being it's a part of the University of Missouri Extension, it's publicly supported by our county and state and federal government, as well as different private resources, um, both human and financial. So I know that United Way has been a longtime partner with 4-H. I know 4-H has been around longer, but pretty much as soon as United Way became official in handing out money. They were supporting youth development through 4-H. I know that's something we're still excited to be able to offer even now. Um, So is there, what sort of projects are available? Like I know in my world, it's always been horses, um, but I know that 4-H is not just animals. No, absolutely not. And that's what a lot of people think. I do want them to know that you do not have to have an animal to be in 4-H at all. I mean, you are more than welcome to show things other than livestock, such as your pets that are in your home, dogs, cats, guinea pigs. Um, But there are so many projects to choose from, from aerospace to woodworking. You can show animals or you don't have to have anything to do with animals, as I said. I would say cake decorating and photography are two of our most popular non-livestock projects and shooting sports. Shooting sports is very popular. We have several disciplines and different types of shooting sports to take part in. So that's also a very popular one, but definitely don't have to live on a farm. We have a lot of urban area kids that inner city kids, they're a part of 4-H. So everybody is welcome. So I saw um, in a report that was sent to me that talked about how 4-H has grown in Randolph County within the last year. Um, 
And one of the things that was the biggest thing, because it's brand new, is a school enrichment um, volunteer. What exactly is that and what do they do? Well, school enrichment, <clears throat> excuse me, gives students the opportunity to learn or try new things by exploring, developing interests outside of the classroom. For example, I have had some of our schools participate in STEM projects. I have done coding, I've done embryology, trying to think just different STEM projects we've done. It depends on the age and grade level. With that being said, a volunteer for school enrichment would be someone that would go in on their own time and maybe assist me with school enrichment or offer a school enrichment, enrichment activity on their own time. Um, there's just different types of things they could do within the schools on their own time as a volunteer. But a volunteer does have to be approved after completing a background check and volunteer training if they're to be a 4-H volunteer. Absolutely. So basically the school enrichment program is bringing 4-H into every classroom so kids can see that it is just, it's more than just livestock. It is STEM, it is coding, it is everything. Yes, and maybe bringing in just some of those learning techniques or different projects that maybe they don't learn in school or don't, don't know about or don't have the opportunity to, to learn. You know, and that's something that it just kind of dawned on me, you know, at the high school level, we have the tech center, which talks about welding and ag classes and nursing and all this cool stuff. But when you are at elementary level and middle school, sometimes understanding why you need to do algebra and division becomes very abstract. And if you can introduce kids to different fields of study, um, you know, how they're cool and why it's relevant, when they're younger, then all of a sudden they're like, man, I do need to know how to do division mm -hmm. because I want to go into DNA studies or man, I understand coding and I need to do some of these things to help bridge that gap. Yes. And I think that's kind of critically important. Um, my own daughter is, my youngest one is not the, the biggest fan of school. She likes going, but sometimes things just don't want to work like they, like she wants them to. Um, and having that hands-on um, opportunity, she can see why those skills are important long run as opposed to, I have to pass a test right now. That's, that's all I'm, I'm studying for my multiplication test or whatever. She can say, I want to be, I want to teach animal science and I have to have a good idea of my basic math and all these cool things, you know, and it makes all those things connect and that just prattled way too long but <laughs> no that's you are very much you are very right i was not a fan of math when i was in school i was not really good at it and i was one of those kids that thought i i'm never going to use this and then of course i had it in my mind my entire childhood and all through high school that i was going to be a veterinarian and my mentor who was a vet had told me you have to be you have to know your math and your science for these classes and he was very right because I did attend pre-vet school and uh, he was right about that. So, <laughs> but yes, I was one on of those you. kids. Yeah, yeah, for all of us who go, we don't need to know how to do area and perimeter and all these formulas. It creeps up on you in your adult world and you're like, oh, I am using all of that math. So yes. it's kind of weird how it peeks <laughs> around. So if somebody is wanting to say, they go, man, I've got a cool hobby that I've got, or my kids need something else to do, who do they need to contact to kind of get started with 4-H? So they can contact 
really anyone that's in 4-H, if they have any questions, we have volunteers, we have members, uh, the best thing to do would be to contact your local or your county extension office. Uh, if you're in Randolph County, the Randolph County Extension Office is a good place to go and ask questions. We have office support in all of our offices that can answer questions if a YPA or if myself is not available. So how many kids are currently enrolled in Randolph County for um, 4-H. I know this starts a new calendar year, um, mm -hmm. October does, but do you have an idea of how you guys are standing? In 2019-20, we have seven, we have seven clubs and 168 members enrolled total in Randolph County. But yes, it is that time for new enrollments and I'm excited. They've, they've been coming in pretty fast and most of them right now are new members. So that's really exciting. A lot of our returning our re-enrollments or returning members, of course, haven't signed up yet because they, they, know, they know the gist of it. We do have a new online program to enroll. So that's, that's something new this year, but enrollment did start October 1st. So for, as of right now, we've got people signing up and new members and really excited about that. So what are some of the cool things that other than the, not that projects aren't cool, those are opportunities for kids for 4-H to experience things that your average kid wouldn't be able to do. Yes, there are so many opportunities, really too many to share with the amount of time we have, I'm sure. But one thing for sure that I know that um, our kids do, which all of our members are very active in participating in, in a lot of things. But for example, we have a few kids every year, and I'm bringing this one up because this is something that United Way helps sponsor for our kids but they travel to Bush Gardens for an apprenticeship camp the week after Christmas. And they go and become amateur zookeepers and care for the animals. And they actually get to live inside Bush Gardens. That would have, that's like a dream of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, while there, they learn animal behavior, science and nutrition. Then they come home and use what they learned with their own livestock and pets or animals. But we also have members participating in public speaking, livestock judging, and working demonstrations at state fair or even here in, you know, as a county demonstration, just to name a few, but all of these activities help the youth develop positively into career ready influential leaders that will one day make an impact on not only their future, but society's future. Absolutely. Um, that whole motto of 4-H is of making the best better. Um, really does go hand in hand with, you know, all youth development, but also what United Way is doing is United Way is trying to, to make our community better. And the best way to do that is by creating community members and youth who want to do better for their community. So it's always nice we're able to partner with programs like you guys that are able to do some cool stuff out there and make our community better from the very beginning, you know, whether they're Clover kids or on up to adult members of 4-H. Yes, and we appreciate all of our sponsors, United Way for everything that they have done for us and for our 4-H community, but all of our sponsors. We have such a supportive and helpful community. It's nice to see, I know that 4-H is kind of growing again. It went through kind of a a lull for a little bit, not a huge lull, but just a little bit. Um, and it'll be exciting to see um, some of that growth and the excitement that you've taken into the classrooms through the school enrichment program and see that trickle over to, to the, the clubs themselves and see how all that kind of pans out. I know COVID has kind of 
ruined most of our plans for this year. Um, I know a lot of us had some cool things we were wanting to do and um, I think 4-H most all of your stuff has been virtual just to kind of keep everybody safe and happy. Um, not necessarily happy because none of us are like being socially distanced and you know Leanne and I are doing this podcast via Zoom today um, so we can be safe and keep all of our cooties to ourselves. Um, but what are some things you guys are hoping to be able to do in 2021 um, to, to juggle the COVID thing, but still keep kids on track? We are really hoping for in-person activities and events. Um, I know they're scheduled to be in-person, but we don't know if that will happen. Right now, we're, we just have high hopes. So they have scheduled a lot of things to be in-person. Our 4-H clubs are meeting right now they're holding in-person meetings as, as a club, but they're also offering it via Zoom. So that way, if somebody wants to attend virtually, they can. If they're not comfortable going to a meeting in person, they have that option. But we really are hoping to just get things on the ground and running again for our new year and hopefully in person. But whatever we can't do in person, we are definitely doing virtual. We just, you know, even with the COVID restrictions, we really haven't stopped. 4-H has kept going. Uh, in a safe manner, of course, and following any restrictions that we need to follow. But we've, I've, I'm just really proud of our 4-H community and our families, our sponsors, our volunteers. They haven't, haven't given up and they just keep going and help 4-H grow even through all of the, under the circumstances yeah. and through all of the COVID restrictions. I think what's important about 4-H is we've talked about with one of the things, especially during COVID, um, it has become more popular to have not just your your family that you're social distancing with, but to have pods. And pods are basically a group of your friends where you you know that if they're sick, they're gonna not show up to a meeting or whatever. Um, and you think of your 4-H family as your, your social distancing pod. Those are the people that you can yes. allow into your group that are you're gonna see on a regular basis and that helps keep you connected with the community, but in a safe way while still accomplishing cool things. You said that right. <laughs> like I said, it's more of a family in our, in our 4-H communities. It's, it's really nice. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up and thank you so much for joining us on Living United. We share Leanne's excitement and enthusiasm for our 4-H kids. So there's a meme that floats around um, that I've stumbled across a few times that talks about what 4-H is and what it isn't. And it kind of sums up with the idea of that 4-H is more than just the ribbons and the awards. It's about the people, the experiences, the lifelong skills, the memories, the county fairs. It's about being a role model, giving back, and again, making the best better. So we'd love for you to join and be part of 4-H and United Way. If you would like to volunteer or get your kids signed up, I'll have a link in the show description and also on our Facebook page and our website. Our website is unitedwayrandolphcounty.org. If you have any questions, again, you can call Leanne at the county office or you can give my office a call, which is 263-6588. I would love to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to United Way, you can always text UWRC to 26989. All of our social media handles are United Way Rand Co. And again, check out our website. So I want to thank you so much for li listening to Living United. If you have an idea for a topic or want to highlight a special volunteer, please reach out and let us know. We'd love to share their story. So thank you again 
for listening and have a stellar week.